So, you ready to start a podcast? Well, Spotify for Podcasters is the absolute perfect solution. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters. They make it super easy to record and edit right from your computer. And not only that, it lets you distribute your content everywhere and even earn cash. And the best part, it's absolutely free. You literally have no excuse. So I suggest you go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters and start creating today. And I want to uh, say I am divorced because I cheated. I divorced because of my infidelity, not because of irreconcilable differences, uh, but because I broke that covenant. Uh, And so I had to go through a healing process for myself on what is it that was in me that would uh, go outside of the bounds of my covenant, my agreement, and to risk my family for somebody I never wanted to be with. Yeah. So I say to men all the time, one of the mistakes I made is my first attempt at monogamy was marriage. Welcome to Hardly Initiated. It is your host, Tyshawn Jackson, here with another episode of my co-host, Ryan Ketchins. Look, man, let me start off by giving a special shout out to Tyshawn because he made something very big happen today and got us one of the most anticipated guests. So we're all excited about this one. I already told him, everybody that we asked, because we asked all our guests for (laughs) referrals, And they all referred this brother right here, the brother that leads, that is pastoring one of the largest churches in the country. We talking about new birth. We rocking here with Dr. Jamal Bryant. Welcome to Harlem Initiative. Man, I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And, and, and the reason we brought you in here in particular, this one is for the brothers. All right? Facts. It's for the brothers. We've been really learning our people. And it's two types of brothers we see are having some big problems in our audience. It's either brothers who in a relationship that's getting disrespected, mm-hmm. they're getting emasculated, they just lost, yeah. almost lost their identity, and brothers who just left a relationship, that's experiencing that. So we're going to kind of go into that today to kind of figure out how we can help pull them brothers out of that situation, if it's even possible to pull them out that situation at the end. Right, so let, let, let's actually talk about it. So Dr. Jamal, help me out here. If a brother is in a situation where he's, you know, getting disrespected in his relationship. Yes. I wanna, I wanna ask, how does, how, how, how do, how does he even get there? Like, how do we even get to that point where a woman is now disrespecting him in a relationship? I, I want to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, I think that uh, we tolerate uh, to validate the permission slip. Uh, so. Um, if I didn't know you in the hall, you stepped on my shoe and just kept going. If I don't say nothing to you, you'll feel like when you pass me again, you can do it unchecked. And I think that uh, you have to nip stuff in the bud. When people talk about abuse, we have limited it to fist. When the greatest amount of abuse is verbal. And so more people have been wounded by words than by actions. Uh, And a lot of us uh, find ourselves in that tightrope of how do I check you, here's the catch, without being disrespectful. Mm. Uh, (laughs) I'm I'm trying to hold you into a level of accountability for disrespecting me. Uh, And so I think that uh, in this Instagram, TikTok age, we have reduced what is respect to what is purchased. 
So I can only, I expect, I expect respect because of what you pay for, not because of who you are. Uh, And so you're going to stop respecting me because I lost the job, because I'm not balling like your ex, not because of the value of what I bring to the table, or am I only respecting you as long as you sleeping with me? If you so this when goes mm. viral, you see all these skits. Hey, right. Mm-hmm. If you're not sleeping with me tonight, we splitting the bill. Because that's what we, it is that we value. It is not the respect of the person; it is the respect of uh, our aim and our intention. Uh, because uh, gold diggers can be men. Mm. I never thought about it from that perspective. Yeah. Let, let me ask you this: Do you think the expectations of of men in society now have just because a lot of, I agree with you like a lot of what we expect has to do with you know what we respect yeah. ha- has the expectations become unrealistic no I, I think that the standard has been uh, unrealistic uh, mm. and so most men are spoiled by what the church doesn't talk about which is the curse of options uh, and so if you and your girl fall out have an argument you ain't working it out you in the phone going on to the next I went to Morehouse, mm-hmm. came out in 94. When I came out at that time, the ratio was 13 to 1, which programmed for us, if it don't work at Spelman, go down the street to Clark. <laughs> <laughs> if it don't work at Clark, go down the street to Mars Brown. Don't work at Mars Brown, go on to Georgia Tech. <clears throat> and so the whole mind frame of fighting for a relationship, going through the ups and downs of a relationship have become a foreign entity uh, that if, in fact, you don't meet my hostage demands, then I'll kidnap somebody else who is susceptible to what it is that I promise and underdeliver. So is that is that exclusively for the men that have that, or you, you, do you think women also have that mindset? It, today was for the men. I'm only going to speak for the men. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I like that. Let's keep I, it for I, them. Yeah, I'm, I'm speaking for the brothers. <laughs> is that uh, it is, you, you are how old? 30. And you are? 34. Yeah. And neither of you are married. Yeah. Correct. And neither of you are engaged. Not sure. Correct. Yes. So a generation ago, it would be perceived that by this time, yeah, that you all should be married. Absolutely. Y'all just here kicking it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Right. So yeah, but at your grandfather's age, it was expected that y'all three kids in, mm. uh, trying to process. Now, I want to find myself. I want to make sure that the podcast got a million subscribers before I get married. It ain't got nothing to do with that on who it is in the mind frame. Who am I going to build with? Who am I going to develop with? Who am I going to dream with as opposed to who picks me up at baggage claim? You only deal with baggage after you arrive. You got to deal with the baggage before the plane takes off. Mm. Uh, And so I think that becomes a much harder entity when it becomes a business transaction what you bring to the table uh, suggests that i already have a fork so it dismisses the whole notion let's set the table together on how the next generation is going to eat i think a lot of men are intimidated by that though like i i I don't know like trying to set the table with a woman because i when i'm when i'm imagining you know the woman that you know even the women that i'm meeting and i'm dating 
I meet great women. Yes. But I still think most women kind of want us close to, if not at the finish line, close yes. to it. So I feel like it is some prerequisites we need as men. They, and a lot of us feel like money's one. I'm going to kick back and say to you, they don't want you at the finish line. They want to at least see you on the track. Mm. They want to see you at least laced up. They want to at least see you in the starter position. Uh, but it's hard for them to gauge that if, let me call you back, I'm playing a video game. Oh. <laughs> I get that. Yeah, at 30. That's happening. It, yeah, yeah, older, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Or it is the whole, we're kicking it. So a word that has become alien to our generation is courtship. You are dating towards what end? Uh, what, what, what is your intention here? N none of us at this table, I'm going to play Russian roulette with a silver bullet. You don't know the last time you done had a discussion with somebody's father. What you want with her? Where you plan on going with this? To the extent you're going to draw a line in the sand, I don't want to meet your family. If you try to introduce, <laughs> look, you talking, you, try, you talking, right? Yeah, <laughs> talking you try to introduce me, right me to the family. That's going too far. Mm. Where is this? So Christmas, we ghosts. <laughs> Thanksgiving, we ghosts. I'm gonna see you the day after when the movie come out, mm. but not on that day because our minds are not aimed in fashion to move in that place. It, this is uh, the 50th anniversary of hip hop. All right, I'm one generation ahead of you all. What is amazing that's going to mess you all up is this is the largest amount in the history of rap music. It is the largest amount of rap artists who are married. Mm. I'm actually very shocked by that. Oh, it's true. Wow. Think about it. I, I don't know to this day if KRS-One is married. Mm. Huh? <laughs> I got no idea does Kumo D have kids. <laughs> Mm. I, I just found out two months ago that Buster Rhymes had a son that pledged cap. Wow. Where this kid come from? They grown. But to have them come up in public space is what I want to call the Michelle and Barack uh, effect. Is that for the very first time we saw a black couple on main stage and it was celebrated as being cool. Our parents' generation model was Billy D. Williams. Just out here. <laughs> you just code 45. It works every time. Mm. You know what I mean? But to have a balance of family life is now celebrated. So you know, imagine we talking about what Jay-Z and Beyonce investing in. Mm. Not their song. Jay-Z ain't got no record. We talking about what it is that Rihanna, Rihanna and ASAP are doing. We are fully invested. Is Kanye and Kim going to get back together? A generation ago, it was against A&R procedure for you to date publicly because it's going to mess up your record sales. You can't be a sex symbol and be attached to somebody. Mm. So you had to play them into the back and had to figure out how it is that I then bring them out. Now at the award ceremony, they thinking their wife. So the whole model is now different on what does imagine hashtag black love is trending uh, because people want that without the sacrifice that comes with it. It's a desperation yeah. for black love at this point. 
Yeah. And it's, it's gotten so toxic. It is a desperation because of social media expectation. So I want a black woman with a Dominican body, <laughs> with Hawaiian hair, with European features, <laughs> right. with, with an Imhotep mind. <laughs> a creative player. Yeah, yeah. Right. You, we want all of that. So we have curated in our heads what they're supposed to look like. So we want them in red bottoms, drum roll, but we don't want to buy them. We want them in Birkenstocks, uh, not Birkin bags, uh, but they better not ask us for one. We want <laughs> we want them to have their teeth from Colombia, but don't tell us that that's where they're from. Uh, and so we're looking at bodies by Mattel, mm. but not dealing with, can you hold a conversation with me? Can you challenge me to be great? Or do you like the Instagram version of me? The Instagram version of me is when I'm flexing, when I'm flossing. I ain't never seen men showing up showing their closet. Men showing a closet full of Air Force One. Yep. A whole room of shoes. Yeah. So if you get married, where her clothes going? Ain't no space for her. She's supposed to have the closet. We supposed to have the little walk in. And so we have to recalibrate our thinking and our mind frame. Do we really want a relationship or do we want a post? Because if the aim is just for a post, you can go get that. Uh, but the the relationship is hard work. Yeah, it is. Matching pajamas, I can order that online. But wanting to stay there the next day. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Without the sound of your voice irritating me. That's a whole nother process that we got to walk through in terms of a word the Bible uses that this generation can't pronounce. It's called long-suffering. How long can I stay in there when you get on my nerves? Drum roll and not cheat. How long can I stay in there without entertaining another option? How long can I work through it? Because we have come together for goals and a common good and a finish line. And uh, we, we want to not just make money together. We want to build a life together, share memories with. You can't possibly be serious about you want to spend a life with somebody who you threaten, they better not post. You not you don't want to create memories if they banned from using the camera on their phone. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Where, you, how, how far are they going? So do you yeah. think that personal sacrifice is necessary when it when it comes to long term relationships? I I think that relationship is synonymous with sacrifice. Yeah, it's not, can I? If I love you, I have to sacrifice. So the woman you dating, hypothetically, for those who are watching, right, right, I don't right. know this woman. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know her name. The woman you dating, hypothetically, is a vegetarian. You not. So because you dating this woman, you're going to make the sacrifice and go to slutty vegan. That ain't what you want. It ain't what you like. But you're making the sacrifice. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that's, that's a part of it. The part of the sacrifice mm. is understand I have no desire to go to the Beyonce tour. No desire. The woman who I date wants to go. So I am spending money for something that does nothing for me. That is a part of the sacrifice. Uh, but nobody wants to do the sacrifice. We want to take relationships as an elective. 
is this is what I'll do if it is convenient. This is what I'll do if I got nothing else to do. This is what I'll do if I am bored. That, that ain't a sacrifice. A sacrifice is what am I prepared to do for somebody else's pleasure? And my delight is in actually seeing them happy. So I, I think you, or Tashawn spoke about this. He talked about the man who says, hey, I must have X, Y, Z before I start to engage in relationships. Yes. And I think it could be some level of confusion uh, about what a man's true purpose is. Yes. So could you give us some insight into what a man's true purpose is? Yes. Uh, so in Genesis chapter 3, the Lord uh, makes Adam, gives him dominion over the earth. And says, you have authority over every creeping thing, every crawling thing, every flying thing. He gave him somewhere to live, the Garden of Eden. Gave him a purpose that you're supposed to run this garden, have authority over the animals. And then gave him a woman. So you, in order for you to have a relationship, you got to have a stable place to live. you got to have right. some sense of purpose. you got to know what your God-given assignment is and know how to talk to God for yourself. Those are the prerequisites. The prerequisite is not a six-figure income, a German car, Italian suit. Those are not the prerequisites. And then somebody who will come in and see you in your nakedness while you are building it. Can you help me build it? Give me the ad advice, the admonition, uh, the insight, uh, the counsel uh, to be able to uh, make some strategic decisions on how it is that you move, how it is uh, that you function. You all's singleness is glaring at this table. You are absolutely single. The woman who you are dating would not let you do this podcast in a T-shirt. This is what you decided to do independently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was no woman that counseled you <laughs> Before you walked out saying, hey, I'm going to record today. Because there is no differentiation from you doing this podcast and you going to the underground. She was like, oh, no, I need, think you need to change that. It's so, so it's the small things. And this woman, hypothetically, has no TV experience. She right. has no, <laughs> she right. has no right. broadcast experience. Right. She don't have a channel on YouTube, but is giving a different set of eyes on how it is that you build your brand and how it is that you think and how it is that you process. Nobody in the world, nobody in the world was talking about what Steve Harvey had on before Lauren. He's wearing gaiters and suits five times yeah. big. Now he a runway model in yep. Italy. <laughs> Am I lying? No, nah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. He the fashion bomb of the week. <laughs> that ain't, we know Steve was wearing gaiters. Yeah. yeah. So the, so the person who you're with adds to you in small ways uh, that really help you make big and significant moves. Wow. Is, is it safe to say that, and, and for my brothers, because we be talking to the single brothers uh, yes. heavy, for my brothers in relationships that just ain't quite going day way. Yes. Going back to some disrespect going on and some acting out happening. Is it safe to say that they're doing something wrong Yes. In order for that to be going on in their relationship? Yeah. Or is yes. it the other way around? It is um, staying. 72% of all divorces are filed by women. Mm -hmm. The man is equally miserable 
but he won't end it. The two of you sitting at this table, off your head, I don't know y'all till I walked in this room. There are two women out of your past who you can call right now because we don't close doors. <laughs> that's, a, that's a fact. No, I'm telling you, yeah. Yeah, we don't close yeah. doors. We always leave it cracked. <clears throat> women will get closure. So if you feel like you're being disrespected, that it's not going your way, we will, in our own brokenness, we will stay with people we know it ain't going nowhere. Mm. It Men go to 7-Eleven and Walgreens. Women go to Target and Walmart. Why? Because we want convenience. So we, you go in the corner store, there's men in there. <laughs> no, you're right. no, that's an excellent no, uh, analogy. Yeah. I don't even I don't even walk in those places because it's too much. Okay. Getting in is too much. I yes. want to go right in and come yes. out. Yeah. And so most times, regrettably, we date convenience stores and not department stores. Mm. All I want is chips and a soda. <laughs> 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 you know what I'm saying? I'm, right. I'm not here to get groceries for the week. I'm getting for what's going to feed me right now. And I know it ain't healthy. It ain't even cooked. <laughs> <laughs> but I know what it's going to do. And how it is that we handle our snack life is how it is that we handle our relationship life. So most of the men you know who are single have a home full of snacks with no groceries. Nothing in the refrigerator. No perishable okay. items. No garlic powder. Nothing. No, <laughs> no seasons, no pots, yeah, no pans, no, nothing. No, uh-uh. With menus on the counter. Yep. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, that's... And, and I think that's important because if we saying that if your woman is acting out, it's on you, you saying that that's some things that we... Uh, it goes back to toleration. Yes. Okay? But is there a case where your woman is acting out and there's a way to, is there a way to come back from that? Is it always, we just need to lead the situation? No, 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 no. You have to see, <clears throat> do you see a finish line? How, how do we know? So that, yes. that's what I want. When does a brother know the difference between, okay, this is a problem I need to fix. Mm -hmm. I need to, she's acting out because I'm not performing. Yes. Or she's acting out because she just ain't the one. How, I, is there some you, things that I can see to, to know the difference? You know the difference. When it's because of you, you don't need therapy to find that out. Mm. If she is hypervigilant and paranoia, it's because of the breadcrumbs we left. It, it, <laughs> she ain't no Vietnam vet. You too young. She didn't go fight in the Persian Gulf. She been fighting with you. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so now because of that, that phone is vibrating on the nightstand at 1220. And you trying to act like you don't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It didn't like answer it. You can't now be annoyed on why you so insecure is that that's built on something. If they know from being around you, y'all been dating two months, you always have your phone in your hand. You always got your phone in your hand. Playing the game, text messages, Instagram, social media, phone is always in your hand. Then... They calling you on a Friday and you didn't see the call. It'll take you three hours 
to get back, <laughs> get back to the right. call. We can't right. then say you getting on my nerves because what we do is set the standard and the expectation. And we don't want to be held accountable to the standard we set. And so whether it is for gentlemen who are out here, if ever for four days you're sending good morning texts, you got to send that good morning text the fifth day. If whatever is the standard you set, that's what it is that you got to meet. If it is you all talk every night, then you go missing two nights and think they're not going to respond mm. to that standard, then we got to hold ourselves accountable. Now, if it is erratic behavior that can happen, then we got to trace back. Hey, what in the world is happening? And look in the mirror. Do I have episodes when I'm not myself? Mm. How do I deal with depression? Because I don't want to tell her I'm not myself because my mom is sick. I don't want to tell her, hey, I'm stressed out because my boy is getting ready to lose his relationship. But I know he's cheating. But I know in spite of the fact that he's cheating, he loved the one he getting ready to lose. I don't know how to have a conversation with her without it falling back on me. Because immediately it's, oh, that's what y'all do? Yeah, right, 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 100%. Yeah, yeah. so you, you have to really do your own diagnostic on what were the feeders, what were the contributors that led to that place. And Shakespeare said, to thine own self be true, what role did I play? How, how did we get here? It wasn't always like this. But there had to have been something that, that built up to it. Milk is healthy. It's absolutely healthy. It's good for your bones. It makes you grow. makes you strong. Until the expiration date. Then it makes you sick. Then it smells up your house. We don't understand a lot of times as men that some relationships are like milk. They're healthy for a season. But milk, you cannot just throw in the trash can because it's going to stink up the whole house. Mm -hmm. You got to pour it out. And so you have to know it's amazing. All of us in three different places, three different walks of life, all of us has got friends, big brothers, cousins, who taught us how to holler at a girl, taught us how to get a number, taught us how to pull up, taught us how to use your friend as the wingman. Nobody, and I don't know y'all, in no barbershop, in no locker room, no basketball court, has any man ever taught you how to get closure. We always learn how to get in. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Nobody ever told us how to get out with distinction and with class and with integrity. And we got to learn how do we as grown men Get to the place. Think about it. Whatever conversations that you've had, it's the woman who had to say to you, it ain't working. We ain't going to do it, and they drive us crazy. We know it ain't right. Going over there, it, it make my heart beat. Before I answer the phone, I got to take a deep breath. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is it now? Because nobody ever taught us how to do closure and how to exit without kicking over the whole table. In fact, I think the typical advice is just find you another woman as right. fast as possible. Yes. And so what it is that we do 
is that we leave through non-responsiveness. Mm. So we don't return the text as fast. All of a sudden, I'm busy. I can't. I can't. We shut down. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the same job. Ain't nothing new. You ain't a fireman. Uh, <laughs> so right. nothing new has popped up. <laughs> we just start distancing ourselves out uh, rather than having an adult conversation to say, this isn't working. I think that we're on two different paths and I want something else. So this, so this is what I want to know because I think one of the, one of the toughest things a man can ever do is just lead an entire family. Yes. You know, all the way to the finish line. Yes. And you know, to, we say to death do us part. That's right. like, that's a really tough thing to do. Mm-hmm. So what would you say it takes? Cause leadership is a very important responsibility duty yeah. uh, of a man and yes. duty of a man. So what does it really take for a man? What would you say it takes for him to be able to lead his family throughout? The same thing it takes for a man to go to closing on a house. A man will go into a 30-year mortgage on a house that you got to upkeep and you ain't a carpenter. You got to make sure the grounds are good and you ain't a gardener. You got to make sure the plumbing still works and you are not a plumber. But you make a commitment for 30 years to an inanimate object, but can't make a commitment to a person. Oh, that's too long. That's too far. Okay. You will make a commitment for a four-year lease on a car that you know will devalue as soon as you pull off of the lot, knowing that you got to get insurance, knowing that when that red light come on, you got to pull it up for maintenance. You will make a commitment to that but will not make a commitment to a person. It is a decision. And so I think that we use a cop-out that it's hard for us to lead a family. And I'll say to you, it's harder to be a single parent. Mm. Now you have a a group of men, a community that's growing. And um, it's the red pill community. Mm -hmm. So this particular community doesn't promote you know, families. Yes. Would you say that in order to be your best self as a man, in order yeah. to be the best version of yourself as a man, yes. does that have to come with a long-term relationship in the form of marriage and family? I think so. Okay. And I'm saying that to you as a divorcee mm. who has been divorced 11 years. And I'm telling you, I am half my capacity single. Wow. That where it is that I would be married I'd be double where it is that I am uh, because uh, my focus would be singular uh, and I'd be able to give more attention to my God-given assignment. Wow. That's, 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 uh, wow. You know, we <laughs> you have, got, you let got me, tell me you. thinking about, cause you, now I'm thinking about Tyshawn 30, I'm 34. You talked about the shirt. Cause I think all of those things are right. I think uh, <laughs> it's like you talking directly to me right now. Yeah. And, um, you know, I do desire to, you know, have a family and, yeah. and be married, of course. But I think I do get stuck in this place where I want to get all of these accomplishments yeah. prior, yeah. especially finances. And I'm telling you, as your adopted big brother, okay, I'm telling you it'll be harder for you to do it after you accomplish all of it. Wow. At this level, it is who will help me build. If you accomplish all of it, you'll be suspicious on why did you come. 
Is it my stuff? It is my accomplishment? Is my achievement? Or is it me? So finding somebody who's going to love you in a 10,000 square foot home, that's easy. <laughs> finding somebody who's going to love you in a one-bedroom apartment with a futon, that's a different kind of love that that requires. <laughs> I, get that. I get that. I get that. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's altogether different. And uh, I think that a lot of people are wealthy and lonely. You know what I mean? I, I, I don't know them. I don't know them. Hear me. I do not know them. I wouldn't want to be Rick Ross with the biggest house in the state of Georgia mm-hmm. and be single. That's me. For, for what? Give me a condo in Miami. But the, you got to walk through that house and hear the echo of your own footsteps. Now, what kind of... This is me. I don't know this man. Please hear me. This is not a rat beef, Rick. (laughs) (laughs) Saying to me, what kind of fulfillment to have thirty-five bedrooms and have a different person walking in there? You got to make sure they're not leaving out with your stuff. Mm. It's an event event venue, not necessarily a home. He said that, Rick. (laughs) But I'm saying you want somebody who you want to build with and. Know that they love you for who it is that you are, not for what it is that you bring. Man, that's, I'm going to be honest. We had a whole long, drawn-out conversation about just that question. And I'm talking about, believe it or not, that was a highly controversial topic yeah. about whether or not a man can become his very best self if he does not lead a family, like get married and lead yeah. a family. And, you know, so many different things that probably people yeah. like, but Jesus ain't leave and get married and he was his best self and the yeah. apostle paul didn't yeah, do that and right yeah, you're gonna say he wasn't that yeah, but everything yeah, yeah but the, people the, just pulled yeah. everything out but that's interesting that you say that and, and get i, I, I want to hear is it just as simple is it just as simple as what you said like is what you just stated the the defense to that statement or no, is it the, anything the, else the, to the, it? the bible says that a man gets the favor of the Lord from his wife. Mm. Period. End of story. So I, without a wife, I don't have favor. I'm functioning through grace. Mm. So if you get <laughs> favor, will trump grace every time. As there's a reason why America has never, ever elected a president that's single. Mm. We, I don't think political scientists will have to go the extra step, and maybe it won't even happen in your generation, to reevaluate the victory of Raphael Warnock not just being black in the South, but winning single in the Bible Belt that is built on family values mm. as a divorcee. You understand that? Mm. Yeah. So a lot of people in parts of Georgia said, I would rather vote for a known abuser than Herschel Walker because he presents family values. But by the grace of God, Raphael was able to pull through it. Uh, But the question that you all would have to have a whole nother show on, a whole nother show, we can't do it right now. Mm. 
whole nother show and I'd have to have women at the table. Something is wrong if our only two black U.S. senators that are male are both single. Mm. Cory Booker <laughs> and Raphael Warnock. And nobody has done an autopsy on what that means. Mm. Or what is the significance of that? Imagine, as a critical thinker, if we never had a Barack and Michelle. So the highest place in political authority in America was occupied by two black men who didn't have married life. Mm. So inherently, <clears throat> is it safe to say that a single man is just relatively a more unstable? I, I'm not calling him unstable. <laughs> I did not say that. I prayed before I went in here today. I said, Lord, don't let me go viral today. Right, right, right. Listen, yeah, no, no, I'm not saying that. I am saying, hear me, that men can be successful single. I want to put that on record. I just believe men can get to their optimum selves mm. with a woman by, by their side. That's what I am suggesting. I've heard that, we, and we've heard that from uh, many successful, strong men that 100%. we trust. 100%. And, um, yeah, it's just now I'm feeling unequipped. I might have to go out there and find me a wife. Man, go do it. <laughs> go do it, man. Go do it. Invite me to the reception. So so would you say even even yourself, like after you've experienced a divorce, yes. do you still feel like it's your duty to, uh, or a man needs to now get remarried to re get back to those optimum levels? Yes, and I, I, I want to do that uh, to be a better example to my children mm. because they have seen me model failure. And I want them to see me model what successful love from a father looks like, even if it ain't with their mother. Mm. So I do not want my daughters to use me as their example of dating with no expectation of marriage. I don't want them to just meet a flurry of your girlfriends, say, oh, that's just how my daddy is. Mm. I want to give them a model of what that's supposed to look like uh, and how it is that uh, it should be exhibited before them. Do you think, so, because a lot of people have experienced divorce. Yes. And I want to talk to them real quick because if you have experienced divorce, yeah. And you've probably put some of that trauma on your kids. You've yes. given them, a, you, you, you've put them through that. Yeah. You rebounding and yes. now being able to paint now a new picture of what love is the correct way. Is that a, does that, you know, is that a way to heal your family and what you've done in the past? Well, in part, I have to be healed first. You, a lot of people are divorced emotionally and psychologically, but stay married legally for the sake of the kids. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so let, I, I don't want to get married for the children. Uh, there's parts of me that have to be whole. And I want to uh, say I am divorced uh, because I cheated. I divorced because of my infidelity, not because of irreconcilable differences, uh, but because I broke that covenant. Uh, and so... I had to go through a healing process for myself on what is it that was in me uh, that would uh, go outside of the bounds of my covenant, my agreement, and to risk my family for somebody I never wanted to be with. Mm. Yeah, so uh, I say to men all the time, one of the mistakes I made 
is my first attempt at monogamy was marriage. What does that mean? <laughs> you know what? Hold you away. Know, no, no, I know. No, break that one I down. Know where you're for going. Me. I think yes. I know where you're going with it because yeah. I, you will even have you know friends. We got friends that that have gotten married, yeah. but uh, they've been a player for all their entire life. Their yes. whole lives. Their yes. whole lives, and they think that hey, when I get married, it's all gonna it's all gonna change. Yeah, no, no, no. So you, I think that you have to uh, practice. So you got to practice monogamy. Yes. Yes. It ain't going to come through osmosis. You know, that's so interesting because I don't know if that's something that I've, I've really ever heard said that way prior because that's because it's like a conditioning into that lifestyle because it's yes. a whole mindset. It's a philosophy almost, if you will, yes. of being able to prep yourself to now have this new value system yes, and a, even a way to tame your urges, yes, you know, biologically of your body. Yeah, so I'm, I'm not even giving out membership to the Players Club. Let's just say, <laughs> hypothetically, no, seriously, let's say hypothetically you're dealing with two women in a month. Let's enlarge the tent. Dealing with three women in a month. Okay. Let's say you live in Atlanta. Okay. It's four women in a month. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hypothetical. Right. Those right. numbers can go up quick. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not advocating for this. This is not what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying let's say you with four women in a month, and that's the regimen you on. Yeah. It's natural. That's what you do. Yeah. You don't have no guilt about it. You don't have no conscience. None of them think that you committed. You with four. That fourth one, you decide, you know, let me lock this down. You have not purged out your system of the three. Mm. And the danger that we have is that we have compartmentalized our sexuality to have sex without intimacy. Mm. So we have so reduced the standard for ourselves that you can sleep with four people and feel nothing for any of them. True. He said that. Put the camp, put the switcher, <laughs> put that on him. Right. Yeah. Uh, and so when we get to a dangerous place in our own ecosystem of our sexuality and the sanctity of that which is sacred, and we as men no longer value sexuality, then our defense is, oh, they didn't mean nothing. Right. That is so true. I've been, I've yeah, been, yeah. At this point, I've, been, I've yeah. embraced that, and that's what you. That's just what you hear. That men can have sex without. It's our emotion. nature. Yeah, that is our nature. Yeah, it, it, and I think that it's a cop out because the woman who we are intimate with can understand that you're doing the exact same thing with me, with the person who you say you don't care about. So it's different as, oh, we just went to the movies. Oh, I just took them to Cheesecake Factory. No, they stayed at your house. Mm. They was in your shower. They wore your T-shirt. What then have you reserved sacred for me? Man, I hear it all the time. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Yeah. We had guests come on here, Dr. Nicole and Crystal, and they made a statement. They said, you got to learn how to change your appetite. Yes. And... I think you just really brought that glue there to like just you just tied it all together because when I'm thinking about it, it makes sense because if your body is conditioned 
to even having a certain amount of meals a day, yes. eating certain types of food, yes. and all of a sudden you tell your body, I'm a cold turkey switch to now this type of diet, and you have not practiced that diet. I'm you a, have not conditioned yourself into really slowly weaning in I'm to this I'm going to see your point and raise your point. If, as a single man, five nights a week you are getting food from drive through you don't know how to appreciate a home-cooked meal mm. because you're used to now eating out of a bag. So you got somebody who's cooking for you at home. <clears throat> Your need reflex is, why? You don't want to go out? Because you have adopted french fries and don't understand that mashed potatoes is a better choice. But because my palate is used to packets of ketchup, I don't know what Worcestershire sauce is. <laughs> <laughs> you got right. Yeah, so you got to change your whole mind frame, your whole thought of process of how I deal with all of it. The, the most unnerving question. I want y'all to type this down, brothers. You're gonna high five me through the internet. The most unnerving question you can ever ask a single man is where are you going. Hey, you done crossed the line. <laughs> Why? I be back. Yeah, because accountability has become an inconvenience. And you may not even been going into doing anything untowards, but just having to answer is offensive. Where you going is intrusive. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, and so that, that uh, call for transparency is a part of the commitment to monogamy. So it's practicing monogamy literally as simple as me meeting the young lady and having the intention to solely date her for marriage. Is it, is it as simple as that? Is no. It the, the practice of monogamy is not allowing a backup plan. <laughs> that, that, that is the praise. All of them say, you know what? Lisa's my girl, Kim's my girl, Nicole's my girl. But you got to back up. You ain't got to tend to. You, you, you yeah. know, it's, but it's going to be, this is the reserve forces. It's to make, <laughs> to make up in your mind, there is no backup plan. Mm. I am all in. I'm all in. We can fall out. We can be mad at each other. You don't want to talk to me, but I am calling you in the morning. And we starting this over. Not, oh, she tripping. Let me go through who's next. That's the exact opposite of everything that I've personally been taught. Yes. In fact, a part of dealing with multiple women is that it shields you from vulnerability. Because if you do have multiple women, when that one woman is busy for that night, yes. or when she doesn't answer your phone, or when that text come in late, yeah. it's okay. You're not even worried. Yes. Because you got a lineup that you can just go to to fulfill that exact One need. is too close to none, right? That's what one is too close to none, exactly. Yeah, yeah and we, we nobody deals with the fear men have of being alone. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Elvis Presley... Um, developed a sex addiction because he said he didn't like sleeping in the bed by himself. Mm. Elvis Presley is the very first person in the country 
to have a California king bed. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, he had that built. He said, this is too big for me to have it by myself. Uh, and nobody deals with, even as men, what we don't discuss, don't talk about, is men being lonely. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. a weakness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a weakness for a man yeah. to feel like, to even, especially to acknowledge that to he acknowledge don't like it. being alone. This uh, philosopher, his name is Soren Kierkegaard, he said something that has stalked me to this day. He said, the greatest gateway to sin is not temptation. The greatest gateway to sin is boredom. And when you do an inventory of the majority of the women you mess with, you weren't tempted by them. You were bored. And so you went through the phone and, <laughs> and made the decision, man, what am I do? Yeah. I don't know if you can come back, Dr. Jamal. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. I'm not sure. No, it's you okay. Me, I mean... You, well, he got a tear coming out of his eye. You see that? Any, anytime, anytime it, it hits deep like that, because it's really got me thinking. And Tasha, I mean, we've even thrown around jokes that's yeah. just like, oh man, I just went through my whole phone. Yeah. You yeah. Know, just looking for, just looking. Yes. And, and that's and that's when you bored at, at, at 9 p.m. at night. Yeah. When all your work is done. Yes. It's nothing else for you to do. Yes. You haven't you haven't given yourself a night routine, expected anything of yourself yes. to been accomplished. And now you got this open idle calendar sitting there with you. The only thing on there is Nisi, Jessica, yeah. Megan, right. and everybody and else. And you have to ask yourself, did they become my girl for perfect attendance? Or was it because of a connection? Wow. So I settled with mm. who was consistent. <clears throat> You hear that too. And yeah. I mean, you hear men take pride yeah. in that. Yeah. yeah, she was always there. Yes. That's what you'll hear all the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. And But you were never emotionally there. Wow. Yeah, and so we uh, a lot of times let our hearts settle where there is no expectation. So we love who questions us the least. We love who challenges us the least. We love who demands from us the least. Oh, that's a good girl right there. (laughs) Our standard is no drama when the drama is really accountability. It's a thin thin line between drama and, you know, uh, accountability and peace. Yes. Because the first thing you ask any man he wants is some peace. Yes. Okay, so. When they started the war. Mm -hmm. Yeah, most times in our dating history and military handbook we started that war and then we want to be the UMP summit (laughs) (laughs) right you still mad about that I thought we was finished with that (laughs) yeah so what 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 what, because we will come to the closure of conflict by saying come on gentlemen y'all gotta help me I said I'm sorry and that for us is over. Mm-hmm. It's resolved. I said, I'm sorry. My sister said to me, she's a clinical therapist. An apology only comes with a change of behavior. Mm. If my behavior didn't change, keep your sorry. Yeah. 
uh, and a lot of us um, are repeat offenders of the serial crime we think we can get away with. Mm. So as long as I think I can get away with it, then I'll keep operating in it. Something is wrong in our wiring when I don't realize how much I love you until you threaten to leave me. My awareness of love for you shouldn't be in your leaving. Mm. It should be in your staying. That I actually want to be with you. I actually like talking to you. Here's something that we don't talk about. I actually enjoy your company. I actually don't have to think of things to talk about. I actually reach out to you and it is not out of obligation. When you're able to get to that point. Beautiful. Yeah. I'm doing for you not because it is the cultural expectation of manhood that I need to pay for your nails. Mm. Yeah. What would you say about the man who actively deals with women that they honestly know they don't have a connection with or they yeah. generally don't have that kind of level yeah. of interest in? So I think we can't make sweeping generalizations. There are some men who are committed to not being committed. <laughs> we got married to the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that, if, if that's where you are, then be upfront with that because there's some women who want that. Uh, but when it is that you say you are committed, but act like you are single, that's where you in Good Morning Vietnam. Yeah. Now we we um we've been speaking a lot. This is good. This is good. I'm thinking, you know, there are men, because we're talk, talking about the eternal player right now, right? But there are men who actively right now want a long-term successful relationship with a woman, yeah. but they have the most issues with attracting a woman. You yes. got men who run into the red pill community. You got men who are running into video games. Yes. And you got men now that are literally choosing to be celibate or matter of fact they're not choosing to be celibate they're more mm -hmm. they're involuntarily celibate mm -hmm. so as somebody who is actively and, and this is assumption are mm -hmm. you actively looking to for yeah, a long-term okay absolutely so as somebody who's actively looking for a long-term relationship how would you advise a man on things that he can do to successfully attract a good woman i'm gentlemen lean in i'm gonna shoot you right between your eyes you date at the level of your self-esteem. What you think of yourself is what it is that you go after. Ooh. And, Ooh. And a, a lot of us are not going towards powerful, progressive, uh, thinking women because a lot of us operate at a level of unaddressed shame. So I gotta think through how much of my broken self can I expose to you without you leaving me? How much of me can I share without you thinking different of me? Can I, can I open up and tell you that I really got unbridled rage because I got no relationship with my dad? Can I tell you that I think my relationship is off because psychologically, my mother raised me as her man. And so I got to drop everything to answer her call. 
And I tell you that I want to be in a real relationship, but I am still wounded by the chick that left me in college. And we're not having them real conversations. We, how was your day? <laughs> what you want to eat? <laughs> Basic. Yeah, are you, are you in the beehive? <laughs> and we're not having no real heart matters. And I think that your love starts at the point that you open up. How soon, though, do you do that? How soon do there you There is not a calendar. It's not a, you can't set the alarm to say two weeks in. It is at the place of where, and nobody uses this language, where do I feel safe? <laughs> For men, men want to feel safe. To say, you know what? I got a multi-million dollar business idea, and as I am scared to death that I'm going to fail. When you're able to have that kind of conversation with a chick, you're at a, at a whole nother place. Whole nother place. Yeah, that I am a serial entrepreneur because I am a serial failure. I started four other businesses. Come on. <laughs> I had four other businesses and they didn't work. You got me? I, I, you have to work through uh, in that place. Um, what's the movie with uh, Danny Glover and Mel Gibson? And they police officers. Lethal weapon. Lethal weapon. You got to go back to that scene where they're showing each other their bullet wounds. I'll show you mine if I show you yours. <laughs> you understand? To have that conversation, um, again, gentlemen, I don't know these guys. If, if six out of ten black women, six out of ten black women have been inappropriately sexually touched as a child, Six out of 10. And six of the 10 last women who you dated never told you. Never felt comfortable telling you. And you didn't know how to have that conversation. That's a level of intimacy. The average woman who you dating, you met at happy hour. You met at the hookah bar. You met at the Braves game. That intimacy is easy for you to sleep with a woman. Easy for you to do that. It's a different level for that woman to be able to tell you, you know what? I didn't survive two abortions. You over there, oh, you belong to the streets. I can't be with you. But you ain't telling her you paid for four. You know? That's the level of intimacy. Is that, you know, can, can you just lay there uh, and talk to me that our level of intimacy is hearing your heartbeat, knowing your breathing done changed in the middle of the night. Mm. Did you deal with night tremors? Did you grind your teeth while you sleep? All of them kind of things is a, deep, a deeper level of intimacy that does not connote sexuality. We know how to be sexual. We don't know how to be intimate. And I think once we get to that level of intimacy, that's where the relationship takes on a whole different, I guess, a green pill. <laughs> right, 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 right. Dr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like Jamal, yes. man, look, you have, first of all, I know you done converted some players today. Yeah. Right. You done converted some players today? Y'all got a track, a fast track, some action steps? Because I never, it always seemed a little mythical on how you can go from player 
to husband. Mm-hmm. It never seemed very clear, but it's one of the first shows that I feel like we've left where we actually, like, it's some clarity there, especially for the men that have that sexual appetite yeah. on practicing monogamy before you just jump into it, yeah. before you just risk it all, sign contracts and right. do everything else, prove to yourself and actually work through the, work through the motions. And, and part Man. of that road to monogamy, I have a dear friend, Pastor Ari Vernon, in Cleveland, Ohio. I went through my divorce. He called me one day. And he said, Jamal, man, I really thought we were friends. <laughs> I said, oh, no, man, we friends. He and I are born a week apart. He passes a mega church in Cleveland. Mm. in Baltimore at the time. He said, man, we talk every Sunday. You tell me how the church is growing, how many members you took in, what y'all doing in the community. He said, we were boys. I said, oh, no, we are boys. He said, we talk every week. And you never told me you was cheating on your wife. We are not really friends. And a whole lot of us have co-conspirators. We have alibis. But we don't have accountability partners. Mm. Of somebody who can hold me accountable like, hey, I think this really is the person. I need you to help me. Should a man do that? Yes. It should, wait, should, should a yes. man tell somebody he's cheating on his wife? Yes. If, if I'm your boy, because you tell you you tell your boys, hey man, I got you ain't gonna believe who after me. Look at your phone. Look at your phone. <laughs> yeah. send, them, send them a whole catalog. <laughs> right. Go look at that page real quick. Right. Yeah. No. So we do that, uh, but we don't know how to celebrate monogamy. And I think um, that's so true. Yeah. A part of my problem in my marriage is none of my friends were happily married. Mm. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's not something we, we've never spoke about that because we've all, we've talked about prior how a woman's uh, acquaintances and, yeah. and friends are important to the successful relationship. But we've never really evaluated how a man's uh, is a thousand percent. Wow. A thousand percent. You got to have. Other men who you can commiserate with. Hey, man, I hate folding clothes. You too? Hey, man, tell me what you do when your woman's on her cycle. Is irritable, got a headache, <laughs> is cramped up, want to eat everything. Tell me what to do on how to tell the woman I love, hey, you're getting a little chunky. How can I do that without hurting her feelings and wrecking the whole relationship? You know what I'm saying? You need somebody who can take that walk with you. In that process, you, you're not going to be able to navigate that space by yourself. My best friend is married. And when I tell you, like, my conversations with him are so different from conversations with all my single homies. Because dudes who are really married and investing in their marriage, they can get, they can really break down the nick and the details yeah. of how to handle very specific situations yes. that we ain't even thought about Yes, as men who are single. Mm-hmm. Or haven't had the need to think about it. Because you don't even last that long in yeah. a relationship. Yeah. Man. So, look, can, can, can we get you back up here? Man, I'd be delighted. Thank y'all oh. for having me. Yeah. Man. Y'all heard that. Great. We yeah. got it on camera. Make sure you put the camera on him. Delano put the camera on his face. He just Listen. said it. I'm wearing my vest next time because he done fired some shots. Over there, <laughs> and it's funny because you I know you mentioned how you, you know, we just met. Yeah. But 
you, I, I mean, it's apparent that you have had to counsel thousands of men because you do know us. Or just been a lifelong player back in the day. Or one or the other. One or the other. You Thank y'all for having me. It's been a great show. I look forward to the next time that we come together. Hey, no, listen, thank you guys so much uh, for tuning in to another episode. Y'all already know we really want to grow this channel and keep giving you guys this insane amount of value. It's been a blessing to have Dr. Jamal Bryant on here with us, giving y'all this game. Go ahead and subscribe to this channel. Help us grow. We Facts. got the newsletter down there as well yes. for them to join. Guys, we're doing some amazing things. It's official. Tashaun and I did decide to throw an event this fall. So please look at the link in the description. You got the membership and you got the upcoming events. Send over your information because we're getting ready to do some big things. And y'all, so listen, y'all already know, hardly initiated, we are out.